Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right. You know what time it is. You know where you are. This is Tyler Chef. I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast, and I want to welcome you back to another episode. And this week, we're going to talk about the number one, the investor's number one money waster, that which wastes more money for real estate investors than any other thing. And I bet you can't even begin to guess what that is. And I thought about this a lot, you know, and I wonder if this is the first time listening to the show, if it was the headline, if it was the title of the episode that caught you, that made you decide that you wanted to listen to this to figure out what in the heck is Tyler talking about? What is the investor's number one money waster? And we're going to tell you here in just a second. Now, a little bit of housekeeping. If you haven't joined our Facebook group, you can do that by heading over to cashflowguys.com forward slash group. That will take you over to my Facebook group. If you got questions, want to reach out to me uh, in writing or through the Facebook group, feel free to drop your questions in there and we will get you squared away. And of course, you can always book a call with me if you want to get unstuck, you need help figuring out things or whatever, you can go to cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler and make that happen. That call is absolutely free. I got nothing to pitch or nothing to sell you on those calls. Those are for you. That is my way of giving back to you because after all, you're giving back to, you're giving t- time to me to listen to these calls or listen to these podcasts, and it's my way of giving back. So let's get started, shall we? Here's what I've, I see out there in the marketplace every single day is that everybody wants to get deals. Everybody wants to raise money. Everybody wants to escape the rat race, but very few people are willing to innovate in order to accomplish that. Innovate. I want you to think about the word innovate. Now, what you might be thinking is, well, you could just go buy a course. You can hire a coach. You can do what all these different things. You can go to a super join a super sexy mastermind and spend $50,000 being part of the cool kids club or not take away from those things. Having mentors have being part of masterminds all have tons of value. But at the end of the day, the number one thing that, that wastes your money, well, I'm not going to tell you just yet, but that's what we're going to talk about this week. We're going to talk about what investors spend money on. And more importantly, what is the absolute biggest waste? And let's start with going down the road of we buy houses. And I want to start by saying, guys, girls, we buy houses is dead. Just stop. It's overused. As investors, we ruined it. We overused it so much. And then some folks, I did some sketchy stuff out there. So the the term we buy houses now gets is synonymous with I'm about to get ripped off. That's kind of sickening if you think about it. We have managed to give ourselves, some of us have given others, the rest of us, a bad reputation. And when people hear, I don't want to, you're not one of those we buy houses guys, are you? And I don't mean webuyhouses.com or anything like that. It's just that this this term has has become synonymous with I'm about to get ripped off or somebody shady. And that's unfortunate. So if you're using we buy houses in your marketing message, There is a large number, a shockingly large number of folks that are probably looking down their nose at you right now and are not calling your number or going to your landing page or or reaching out to you because you're using that term. They think you're one of those people, one of those we buy houses type people. And again, this is not tying to a particular brand or anything like that. It's just a phrase that is beat to death. So we buy houses. What does that mean? Well, we buy houses means I get lowballed by an investor. And that's a negative thing, right? 
We buy houses means it's a wholesaler who can't find a buyer and who won't close like they said they would because that's what happened to the nice lady down the street, as we heard. Again, that's a negative connotation. We buy houses means you'll be thought of no differently than the absolute worst wholesaler in your market because there's no way to tell the two of you apart. There just isn't. When you see us, when you get a stack of 35 postcards on the kitchen table that all say we buy houses and the marketing message is negative across the board, it starts things out on a, on a negative, on a bad note. That's not how you establish trust. You can't use negativity and deception to build your business. That's not how it's going to work over the long haul. We buy houses means you don't really care about me or my problem as a homeowner. You're simply guessing at what I need. I say this because these are the exact same things that have been said to me by sellers when I've asked them, what do they think about the we buy houses uh, when they see those we buy houses advertisements? Never once has any seller ever told me, I don't use we buy houses by the way, but no seller has ever told me that they were excited or tickled pink when they see the words, we buy houses, they didn't get this, this sudden shock of glee going, Oh boy, I get to call. I get to call those people, those boys on the phone that show up and offer me 70% of ARV minus repairs. And I don't even know what the hell ARV is. So folks, you got to stand out from the crowd. Every one of you listening to this podcast right now needs to become a student of marketing. Here's why, unless you plan on being a 100% passive investor, which means you are going to rely on somebody else to build wealth for you for the rest of your life. It sounds a lot like Wall Street, doesn't it? Well, unless you're that person that's going to let somebody else do 100% of the work, you're going to have to learn how to market yourself. You're going to have to learn the service that you provide to the community. You help, and there's lots of ways you can structure this, but you help busy home sellers or busy apartment building owners get rid of their assets, get rid of their problem tenants, whatever it may be, you have to come up with a message. And I would suggest several different messages that are going to draw people to you, motivated sellers. If you're raising private capital, you're going to need to come up with marketing that draws people in so that they'll, they'll get to know you. And then at some future period, once you've built a relationship with them, you've talked to them, maybe you've met them in person, whoever, or however that happens. You've developed a relationship, a track record that you can prove. Then next thing you know, because you've added value to them, they're going to want to invest in your deals. All this comes from marketing. You're not going to like walk to the walk in the mall with a sandwich board, uh, a blank sandwich board and to go start shaking hands. No, you need to have something on the sandwich board. Okay. And if it says we buy houses, people are going to run the other direction. I see people and I love to see some people try to be creative. I see them going to home shows and things like this and setting up the we buy houses uh, they've set up the, uh, we'll buy your house in, I don't know, five minutes or less, and we'll give you whatever. And I see these people standing by themselves at these trade shows. Nobody's talking to them because that tells me that the We Buy Houses moniker, that phrase has just been beat down. So the number one money waster that an investor can ever come across is untargeted marketing. It is bar none, a colossal waste of time and money. You have to learn, take the time to learn. You have to invest some time in this to learn how to craft a message that will resonate with people. 
to get people to pay attention to whatever offer you have. If you're a house flipper and you're trying to flip your house, if you're that guy that's trying to beat the realtor down and get him to list the house for 2%, well, you've disarmed them. So if you don't want to pay a real estate commission, don't hire a realtor, but instead learn how to write copy. Learn how to write words on paper or words on a computer that motivate people to make decisions that are in line with what you're trying to accomplish. If you're trying to raise money, learn how to craft letters and educate folks to draw people to materials that educate them on what you do so that eventually they will come around and decide that They'd sure like to take things to the next level with you. If you use the same copy as everyone else, if you use the same subject lines in your emails, the same titles on your articles, the same descriptions of what you offer, we buy houses, no realtor commissions, easy, fast closing, divorce, probate, all this other garbage that they have the same thing over and over and over again. I can recite it by memory. How can you expect to be any more successful than the other guy or girl in your market that's failing miserably? and giving, giving yellow letters all their money, okay? I talked to a young lady the other day who dropped about $1,500 on direct mail and got no results. Well, guess what her message was? We buy houses. That's not going to work, okay? When I was learning how to build funnels and market myself, I invested very little time in my titles or my subject lines. What I spent my time on was the actual body of what I was writing. So if I was writing a sales letter, I was writing an ad to get people to focus on a, on a house or whatever that I was selling, even as a realtor. I spent all this time making the body, the, the actual meat of the, of the text, really sexy, to thinking that would draw people in or get them to buy the house. And I, was, I overlooked the most important thing, and that was the title. Or if it's an email, the subject line. Okay, the very first line, that thing which will make them to decide in, the, in a fraction of a second if it's worth their time to read any further. I don't care what you write in the body of a, of a sales letter or an ad or, or even on a bandit sign. It's what's big and bold that I'm going to pay attention to. And go to your local street corner. When you, What do you see? You see five signs. They all say, we buy houses. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe they say, we buy homes. Or maybe they say, Sally buys homes. Same thing, guys. Same message. Same gimmick. I get that you buy homes. Guess what? Everybody who's a house buyer buys homes, right? Anybody that ever wanted to buy a house is a house buyer. So that's not an effective message. So what is an effective message? Thinking about this, you got to think about what things you could say and do, what things you can put on paper or put in print. They're going to help people drive traffic. Now, when I was writing copy for my, my real estate listing several years ago, nobody really paid attention to what I wrote. I even asked people like, was it my write up on the MLS that made you buy the house? They're like, no, it was pretty pictures because people are visual people. Most people are visual. You're first going to hook them visually. Okay. So when you're doing your writing, the first thing that you put out there, that's going to hook them is that title. And if it's an email, it's that subject line. So the next question is, how do we do this? I realized my, when my copy wasn't converting, half the time, I didn't even have a title. Or when I did a subject line, I did something that, I don't know, I was felt like I was just filling in a blank. Now, how many of you, raise your hand, have you been writing emails without really spending any time on the subject line? So I've made a, a shift over the last couple of years in my writing. 
I now spend more time on the subject line if I'm writing an email or things like that than I do on the actual body copy. I'm very careful to make sure that I word things in a way that I'm, I feel will compel you to open the email. If you're writing an email campaign and your open rates are terrible, it's not because of what you've written in the body of the email. And I overlooked this one. And I can't believe I missed this no-brainer. But I was over, couldn't figure out. I'm like, I kept changing the, cop, the body copy of my emails. You know, what's inside the email because my open rates were terrible. Here's what I missed. Here's the most important thing I missed. They can't ever see the, the body copy if they don't open the email. My open rates were tied to the subject line of my email. So if my subject line did not compel them to open my email, well, then the body copy didn't even matter and has no impact on my open rate. So the only thing I really needed to change was the equivalent of one sentence, which means I wasted a lot of time and effort changing things only to find out that I was changing the wrong thing altogether. Let's talk about paid advertising for a second, whether it be Facebook ads or YouTube ads or Google AdWords or whatever you're going to use to drive traffic to your landing page or your squeeze page or maybe get your phone ring or whatever it may be. You get a shingle out there and you want people to pick up the phone and call you. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. When you get your subject lines put together, what if instead of we buy houses, you tried something like, oh, I don't know, how to find a good buyer fast in as little as a week or how to find a, how to find a qualified home buyer today. Now, if I'm somebody that has a house and I want to unload it, if the only reason I'm going to deal with a wholesaler in the first place is the perception that I'll get a better deal from an investor, which we all know is not the case because the realtors can always get you more money. I mean, the real estate commission is usually less than any wholesaler collects as a fee. Now, I shouldn't say any, but most. I laugh about that. People will sell their house for 30% less so they can avoid paying a real estate commission on these. We have the properties in our market where $100,000 house, the real estate commission would have been six grand at 6%. Well, the wholesaler sold it and made 30 grand. So you didn't save the real estate commission, you chucklehead. You, just, you paid three times as much. I digress. Think about that subject line. How could you tweak it? Even on a bandit sign, and I know you got limited space on a bandit sign, but what if your bandit sign said nothing else but how to find a qualified home buyer today? Oh, Tyler, nobody will opt into that. We're going to go ahead and go with our we buy houses. Oh, good. And you're going to put it in that intersection in the little grassy area where there's 10 other chuckleheads that all have we buy houses on their sign. So me as the home buyer or as the seller, the potential seller, the lead for you, I'm going to decide which sign I think is prettiest and call that one. Nope. I'm going to look at the one that stands out. Because you can't really control what the brain does. The brain's going to look for differences. So if you want to stand out in a sea of we buy houses, you can start with that title line, that tagline. You got to, and then the most important thing that people always seem to overlook, I don't care if you nail the subject line, you got to give them a place to go where you can capture their information. For me, that's a landing page. For you, it might be calling a phone number and getting going on Pat Live, so they talk to Pat Live or whatever it may be. Doesn't matter really what strategy you use when it comes to capturing the information. Use what works best for you. Split test, try different things. But my point here is, is that you've got to focus on getting that phone to ring or getting that inbox to fill up or getting that CRM full of leads. And that all begins with the subject line. So for me, what I use is a, a software called Funnel Scripts. I've also recently read a book called Copywriting Secrets. 
And if you, I'm going to give you a link here in a second. It's cashflowguys.com forward slash copy secrets. And if you can see my show notes on whatever podcast player you're on, you can just type in cashflowguys.com forward slash copy secrets. That's C-O-P-Y copy secrets. C-O-P-Y copy secrets. Uh, go, to, go to that link. That'll give you a free plus shipping offer. So I think it's like six bucks. You can get the book delivered to your house. And I'm telling you, this book will change how you look at what you write. All of you are going to wind up writing ad copy at some point. Unless you plan on have the, the bankroll to go out and hire a professional ad agency, you're going to spend a lot of time and, and effort tweaking things to see what works. However, if you take the time to read books like this, that the one I'm recommending here, cashflowguys.com forward slash copy secrets, spend the seven bucks, take the time to read the book. It's an easy read. They've got a great audio version. I, I enjoy the audio version even better. Take in the information and then put it to use. Tweak your sales titles. Decide that you're never going to utter the words, we buy houses again. Take all those Vista print business cards that you spent a dollar on when you got a, a deal or those ones that still have the little perforation stuff on there. Throw them in the trash. Make a tiny $7 investment in your business and learn how to write better copy. This, ladies and gentlemen, will separate the wheat from the chaff. This is what will get you to the point to where you're starting to convert leads. I don't care whether you use bandit signs, direct mail, Facebook ads, YouTube ads. It doesn't matter. Sales, anything driving traffic to a funnel, you're going to need a big hook that's going to draw people in and make them do what you want them to do. You're not going to do that being silent. You're not going to do that sitting on your thumb, sitting at home, wishing that somebody would knock on your door and bring you a deal. You're going to have to go out and get what's yours. And this is how you do it. Again, go to cashflowguys.com forward slash copy secrets. Get your copy today. That's an affiliate link uh, for Jim Edwards book. Enjoy. And I'll catch up with you next week. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.